Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with the Renaissance Woman, and we've had her on many times. And if you haven't, uh, if you haven't heard any of our past shows, please, uh, by all means, uh, Google and go. You know, you can find us on 124 different outlets, and find <laughs> Laverne E. Denyer, and uh, otherwise known as Zarate. She's uh, amazing. She's an educator, an author, a spiritualist. She is a Renaissance woman. Uh, she has over 10 books out, and they're just terrific. And uh, she is someone that you always want to talk to and we'll, uh, we'll we'll get a way you can get in touch with her also and it's uh, it's so important to talk to this woman Zarate how are you I'm doing very well and I hope everybody out there is as well Yeah and you know same here and and you you mean that and uh, and you you it, it comes out of you it comes out of your pores it uh, it it comes out of your uh, your voice even when you're not saying it uh, you have that uh, that type of feel. You want the best thing in the world for people. You want that. Yeah. And it, uh, and it shows, uh, it's not always the case with people and, uh, and, and, and people, you know, have a, uh, have a lot to learn. And I know every time I talk to you, I learn a lot. And I, uh, I, I think of things like weeks after you say them and I, and I say, my God, she's right. I do do that. Or I, I, I do this and, and, and you do it in a very non-judgmental way. What, what have you been concentrating on? What's your thought for the week? I think my thought for the week has to do with discernment, the wisdom of true discernment, which means deciding what is true and valid as compared to that, which is smoke and mirrors, maybe. <laughs> And and we get a lot of that in the in the media, like we don't know what to believe, right? I mean, we hear things and we see things and we see them repeatedly, and you know, I guess if you're just kind of going along and and you're you know kind of uh, being sheep-like or sheepish, right? Uh, you'll just kind of believe, but uh, there you have to kind of question what you hear, right? You got to question what you. Uh, what you hear other people say, and especially uh, powerful people, I think you have to you have to question uh, the people that are that are in power and and wonder whether you're getting uh, it, you know getting it straight or not. Would you agree? Absolutely. I tell the people I work with to listen and pay attention to what we discover or what I may say, that which feels in has the essence of correct, accepted, that which is not discarded, and that which you're not sure about, set it aside and think about it another time. It would be a wonderful thing to teach children uh, because, you know, again, you know, just because something is said to you. And by the way, it goes for everything. We, you know, we've we've just gotten through a, a pandemic or, or, or whatever you want to uh, word it as. And, and a lot of things that we heard were, were true, and some of them, you know, we don't know if they were true. And <laughs> I, it, it's very difficult. It's very difficult to, uh, to question uh, authority when you're so used to, to not being allowed to question it. Absolutely. It, well, even to our own thoughts as they come through, to take that moment and have 
some kind of a truth marker within you that helps you determine that which is valid, that which you consider, and that which you go, nah, it's not at all. <laughs> and so it's the news, it's the people you work with, the people you look to for guidance. None of us are 100%. Uh, Laverna, are there things that you see or, or, or feel? Well, I mean, you you, you know, you are, are all about feel, but are there things that we can feel and we could uh, we could see or hear that should immediately put up red flags for us? Yeah, part of what I do when I'm working with my clients is I have them identify their truth indicator and their lie indicator. And people can practice this on their own. It's real simple. I have them say a true thing, like my name is, and give their real name. My name is Laverne Denyer. And feel or sense where that lives in your body as to whether it's true or not. Um, for me, it's a silent bell goes off. A lot of people, they get a little tingle in their sol solar plexus, whatever it may be. And then I have them say an untruth, like my name is Marilyn Monroe, right. and to pay attention where they feel that. And then try to think about something they've heard recently and repeat it and pay attention to where that truth indicator is in their own being. And it, it's usually a whisper. It doesn't yell very loud very often. But just that simple little thing of saying your true name, paying attention to it, saying your wrong name, paying attention to it, you'll find out where your individual truth indicator is. It's amazing. Uh, if you're just joining us, Laverne E. Denyer is the mm -hmm. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Zarate is our very special guest. Please binge listen to everything that we've done in the past with uh, Zarate, uh, and she's also a public official. She's been elected to uh, to the Assembly for New California, and um, and and actually, I'm in the I'm in the Senate now. They moved me. Wow. I, yeah, in, incredible. And yeah, that's a, by the way, we need a whole show to talk about uh, the update with New California. But I mean, I imagine uh, more and more people are, are calling for New California. Right. And uh, and that that's uh, you know, you talk about people that uh, that are sick of being lied to. I imagine people that are setting up alternative governments are are, are absolutely sick of being lied to. Absolutely and manipulated and harmed yeah do you do you feel that when when you have clients when you have folks come to you uh, do you do you have a feeling that uh, the the majority or is it case by case uh, are they people that uh, that have been harmed in in some way or another or does it uh, again does it depend on uh, case by case but i imagine uh, a, a lot of folks that uh, that you meet uh, are, are trying to come uh, come to grips with something or someone that has uh, been untrue to them. That's that's a pretty good assessment. There are those who really have come a long ways in their growth and in their um, wisdom 
that just want to continue to progress. But it's more often someone who has a puzzlement or a pain or some very strange question that they truly need help with. You know, I do regression therapy. So often it might be, what have I done in a past life that's affecting now? Um, or dealing with when I was young, even when I was in the womb, or relationships. I have a lot of relationship issues, career issues. It's pretty broad. Yeah. I mean, when when you you think about all the different, I mean, and people have done this, and, and you've studied religion, and you've studied history, and you've taught uh, different uh, subjects to, uh, to different folks over the years. You're an educator. Uh, when you when you start breaking a lot of these things down, when you start uh, really analyzing the different uh, the different things that we go through, a lot of it does come back to to youth. And and again, I I wouldn't know uh, you know about the womb. You would be, uh, you would be more in tune with that than uh, than me. But uh, you at a very young age, a very young age, uh, uh, sensed there was something different, and you. Uh, and you had a, a a feel for things, and you had a uh, you know an extra uh, connection to spirit, and uh, you know if you can address that, we haven't had you in, in a while, but address some of your earliest uh, thoughts. And and when you get into discernment, uh, you know how early did you start questioning what uh, you were being taught? Well. For a long time, I didn't question because I didn't know I was really different until about seven or eight years old when people started telling me to stop imagining things. Don't talk about that. It's scary. It's evil. And I started trying to figure out, well, why? What? <laughs> and it was quite amazing. I've told you and your audience before, I remember when I was five, uh, I had about four of four or five of my parents' friends laying out on the living room floor at one evening because they were there for my magic back rubs. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't come to see me, my parents. They came to get my magic back rub. Wow. <laughs> and other events where I would, my parents would see me doing something or I would say something to them and they get this terrified look in their face and say, stop imagining things. No, no. <laughs> yeah. And I, I know I had them quite afraid of me a couple of times, or for me, when I was walking on invisible stairs up to my neighbor's roof, my mother was pretty frightened. <laughs> and, and, you know, people, uh, when they come across somebody who's who has a gift, who has... Uh, uh, has a, a a certain feel that uh, others don't. I, I guess the, the first thing that you would do is you would either put it down or you would uh, dismiss it or you would think, uh, it, you know, like, you, well, you just said fear, you know, and again, fear. And that kind of goes to discernment in a second, uh, you know, in a sense, I should say, right? I mean, it's... Uh, uh, you're you're afraid to to question. Uh, you're being told things, and you're just accepting them for what they are. Let me just remind folks: you're listening to Zarate Laverne E. Denyer, and she is a Renaissance woman without question, and she's good at so many things. 
and thrilled to have her here with us. Frank McKay here with Laverne E. Denya. But uh, address that, if you would. Uh, it, is, if you're seeing something the same way your parents saw you doing something unusual, something they didn't understand, uh, it's it's either they're going to be afraid of it or they're going to maybe put it down or, or make fun of it. Uh, or, or dismiss it, but it's it's usually one of those that grouping. I would think. That's right. It's difficult for many who have more limited senses, and I don't mean that in a negative way. Um, I'm going to take just a second. Think of how we see. Uh, there are people who are completely blind, and so their spectrum of vision is very small, some that have limited vision. And then there is normal, quote-unquote, and some of us just have a broader range of receptors so that we see more in the world than what those around us see. We may hear it. We may feel it. We have just more highly toned sensors. Everybody has the same input. It's just how much we pick up on. And so if your input spectrum is narrower and someone like me comes along and starts talking about things that are way beyond that, you begin to think, oh, voodoo, nasty, awful, Satan, <laughs> a lot of other things just because it's frightening because you don't understand. And it's with me, it's anything but because I fight against those all the time. Yeah. But because people are are used to going along and, and you know, they're used to cookie cutter and you're anything but cookie cutter and you've never been cookie cutter. Right. But there are people that are still in that mode. And uh, it, it's amazing that we've come this far as a society and uh, and still people would would immediately see what you're doing as uh, oh the devil's work or 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 evil or something like and and like you said the, this is exactly what you are fighting against you've uh, you've been involved with uh, get, you know getting people out of cults and out of that that uh, that framework that they've been you know people have been brainwashed uh, you've been involved with people who have had run-ins with uh, uh, with evil I mean pure uh, you know pure and simply putting it uh, evil and you've worked with them to to get it out of them to get it away from them uh, yet if somebody sees something that you're doing and they don't understand it they say devil or, or evil it's it's very unfair yeah. We fear what we don't understand, especially if it impacts our belief system. But yes, I've done many exorcisms, and I've helped people get away from alien issues and um, possession, all kinds of things over the years that big guy upstairs has led me to help people with. And at first, people can be very frightened, but... And then once they begin to understand that, that our world is much richer and much more depth to it, depth of the Holy Spirit, if you would want to put it that way, fighting against the evil. And both are very real. 
And some of us can sense it more than others. That's all it is. And I've had a long time to learn how to um, talk to people in a way that they can begin to understand. That's why when I was studying psychology, my other major was religious studies. And then I went on to get a PhD in it. But it, it was so that when I speak with people, I can talk their language, not just mine. Yeah. You know? It's yeah, very interesting uh, combination. You know, you when you study psychology, and uh, and you study religion at the same time. Uh, some people, uh, I I think, uh, falsely believe that it's mutually exclusive. That if you're going to study psychology, you you can't really study uh, religion. I'm not saying everyone's like that. There are some people that are, have a very strong faith base, uh, and then the other way around. There are people that are that are unbelievably religious uh, that see no need for psychiatry or psychology. Um, and, uh, and, and they see the two as being mutually exclusive. Uh, is, uh, is that still true or is this something I've just noticed? No, it's with some people and I'm not going to try to upset people's worlds unless they come to me and ask me to, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> if they ask, watch out what you get. But, um, yeah, it, it's, just a matter of what you've experienced, what your training has been, what you chose to believe, and then whether you're open to reconsidering that at any time. Uh, what was the first religion you studied? Catholicism. Actually, I'm going to change that. When I was young, my parents were of two different faiths, and they had both had bad experiences with them. And they told me when I was very young, again, five, six, seven years old, that I could choose any religion I wanted. So anytime I was invited to services or heard about something, they would take me to a different church, uh, a different service, a different activity. I went to probably five different kinds of um, summer Bible school for example, uh, from different perspectives. And so I really did my best to determine what suited me well at that age. And then it was Catholicism. Um, later I left because I found issues with it. But I think that's where I started. Yeah. But that broad background made a huge difference in the freedom to choose. And so even as a young child, I was using that word of the day, discernment, yeah. going in and looking at, okay, they all have beautiful truth at the core. They're all saying the same thing. It's how they practice it and which practice suits me. Zarate is the voice you're hearing. Frank McKay here with Laverne E. Denya, Renaissance woman for sure. And uh, just uh, there's so many different layers uh, as, as you uh, you know, almost like a reverse onion, you know, where you, you start out with a, a core and then she just added over the years different levels and different layers of being. And uh, ju just absolutely amazing. I mean, what she was born with is, uh, is, is amazing, but what she's developed over the years is, uh, is wonderful. Uh, Renaissance woman, Laverne E. Denyer.
is our very special guest. Binge listen to everything that we've done together. She's the subject of a film, a documentary, and uh, and uh, you know over ten books. And uh, she's just great. She's just a wonderful writer, educator. Um, Zorate, once again here with me, Frank McKay. Let let me just applaud your parents for how they approached you, uh, their young child, and religion. I I love the fact that they did that. There there are a lot of folks back then that wouldn't have done that. You know, hey, you're you're going to be raised a Catholic, and that's it. Or you're going to be raised a Jew, and that's it. Or you're going to be raised raised in the Protestant faith. Uh, but the, the fact that they didn't do that, I think, is wonderful, and, and it uh, and it probably set a stage for you to develop. And uh, and again, the word of the day here is discernment, and and maybe because you you were hearing different sides to the religious story or different sides to the religious issues, uh, you know, maybe that, that helped in your development. Oh, I'm sure it did. I've always been uh, living in gratitude over that opportunity that they gave to me, and I've tried to share it with others so that they can see the true value in that. Being able to see so many people in their their true dedication and how they approach it and what it means to them and how it impacts their life positively and negatively. And it's it's an, an amazing experience that I don't think I could have gotten from other parents. I'm very glad we made our covenant, so I wound up with them. Yeah, right. I, I mean, just, yeah, just, just a wonderful situation. I'm sure you recognize the difference between yourself and and some neighbors, peers, friends that uh, that didn't have that. I don't mean you know. Obviously, there was a huge difference between you and them. But uh, also, uh, did you recognize the difference between uh, how you were being raised with religion being in uh, in the back of folks' mind and and how others were being raised? Yeah, I noticed. Those and many of them were friends that invited me to their services, to their church. Uh, how important and valuable it was in their life. And those that were really trying to avoid the whole thing for whatever reason, who were living in an anti-religion religion. And, and I did notice the difference. And again, it was more important to me to look at who are these people on a like soul level? Who are they? How are they interacting with people? And then how do they apply that to and through their religious aspect? It's the spiritual part that is always most important to me. How close are you to your God? Yeah, it's fascinating. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I thought of you as. As the war broke out in, you know, in, in the Ukraine, and, and <laughs> I thought to myself, I wonder if you, if you got different vibrations, uh, you know, because you are, you're, you know, you're in touch, your your body's in touch, your mind, your spirit's in touch. Uh, did you, did you get a different sense of the world uh, as, as this is approaching? And do you now have a different sense or is it just kind of... Is everything still the same and this is just a, you know, just another war? I mean, do you have a different feel now that war is uh, upon us? Uh, yes, there's 
there is a blanket of fear and a blanket of anger that is just covering up all the anger and fear from the pandemic. Um, I think I think both leaders are inherently evil. I have to say it that way, and their people are suffering greatly because of it. And the truth isn't coming out anywhere. We're seeing bits and pieces. Much of it is untruth. And little bits of truth come out here and there. But the, it's it's difficult that so many people have suffered so much because of two people, two evil beings fighting. Yeah. It's, you know, so many people, um, you know, immediately jump on one side or uh, jump on the other side. But, you know, the one side that uh, that they jump on is uh, you know of course uh, anti-russia it's the big big bad wolf and they're picking on the um, you know the the smaller foe here but uh, but a, a lot of people don't necessarily look at look at all sides of it and they don't look at it um, the, the way you see it and well, why is that why is uh, why is that not the um, uh, the way people see it is it is it simply media is it is it what's being pushed out there in your mind or like why why is your view on this different than than what uh generally most people are thinking a lot of it is the media you know you believe whichever group of beings you've chosen to be your truth sayers um, that's been throughout history that those that we believe tell us the truth, those are the ones we go along with. And then we pick an underdog and try to support the underdog. And we're against the big bad wolf that comes in and hurts the underdog. And um, it's partially because of my political connections. I've heard so many diverse and opposing um, bits of information and I've noticed, because I, I look energetically, and both of those leaders are so well cloaked, and they are such talented uh, deceivers. Um, even though one may be doing things that seem really good, um, they're both so talented at being deceivers and um, self gratifying uh, that it's I keep vacillating you know where really is the truth in all of this and I'm having a tough time so if I'm having a tough time everybody <laughs> would likely be having a tough time yeah it's you know again we'd need a whole show to uh, to uh, to examine what your thoughts on on all of that but you always give a different perspective and it's an honest perspective and uh, insightful uh, thrilled to have you, and uh, it, we haven't spoken in so long, and uh, grateful to have you. And uh, if, if you can, uh, oh, leave us with the website, the social media site, and, and a number where people could reach out to you. Oh, it's great to be here. Um, my website is LavernDenier.com. That's L-A-V-E-R-N, like Nancy E. And Denier, D E N, like Nancy, Y E R dot com. 
And um, my spiritual website is Zavrate, Z-A-R-A-T-E, on Facebook. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm I'm a, I'm on Rumble. I'm a number of different places. You may catch my spiritual side, or you may catch my political side. Oops, <laughs> whatever it is. But I welcome people coming in and dropping bits of information. Yeah, just wonderful. Like I said, uh, many many layers to a Renaissance woman, and Laverne E. Denyer is certainly that. Zarate. Uh, thank you very much for being here. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's fun. And if I can drop it one little gem with a few people around the world, you know, that's great. Yeah. I'm not offering. I'm just saying if I can manage that, yeah. we'll see. <laughs> yeah, well, no, no, no question about it. Uh, Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, our very special guest has been Zarate. Uh, Laverne E. Denyer. Denyer is like Denver with a Y, and uh, yeah, that's the best way to describe it, right? That's a good way to remember. Uh, I'm glad you remember that. <laughs> Frank McKay signing off. Laverne E. Denyer, once again, has been our very special guest. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down.